Good evening, folks. Welcome to episode uh, 13, but I actually want to call it episode 61. <laughs> and uh, in honour of, honor of the first and best possible sign we could have made, uh, I think we should have called this episode 61. Although we did sign number 13 as well, so... Yeah, we did. So that is actually the title of this episode. Uh, it's all coming round, all working out properly. So this is another homemade classic since uh, technical issues seem to get in the way a wee bit. But I'm sure it'll be just as good as ever. Of course. So it's uh, the classic format this week. Although, of course, this is the first proper real off-season episode we've had where a few signings have been made. Uh, and three good ones they were, I think. So we'll discuss that. We've been away for a wee bit, obviously. So there's the success of the GB hockey team, who will now be getting pumped in Division 1 by some decent teams. We'll be playing some decent teams for a change. Talking a, a bit about other player movement, I guess, in the league and other news. And then on to some football and any other business. So straight in there, I guess the best signing news possible for Clan was released a couple of Mondays ago and it's revealed that the legend, the man, the myth, the legend, Scott. the man, my, my Walmart pal, <laughs> uh, Scott Pitt was returning for the 2018-19 season and it's fair to say that was a bit of a, a shock signing. Yeah, a, ple- a pleasant surprise. I think you'd said at the time as well when when it happened. You said it was like it was like Henrik Larson leaving Celtic and then come back. Yeah, it was. And I guess yeah, it is kind of like that anyway. He's the guy who I think was would have been certain to get a a Hall of Fame, a Wall of Fame even banner. Had yeah. they not gone to Manchester, maybe. But now I think he'll be. He'll be up there as the top point scorer, and I was, I was excited to say the least when I saw he was coming back. Yeah, definitely. It was just total elation, I think. Um, I think, yeah, was it Brooksy that had said on Twitter that he looked that he looks a spit, a spit the image of the mascot at Manchester? Yeah, that's, that's what it's saying. Uh, actually do this now. He looks like um, a bit like the Dundee mascot as well. The Lawman, I think he's called. It's Lightning Jack, I think. Yeah. No, he does. So maybe maybe that was the reason. They couldn't they couldn't afford two Scott Pitts in Manchester, so they decided they'll just have to keep the mascot. <laughs> we should tweet a picture of that because he does actually look <laughs> quite a lot like him. But no, obviously he tried something different in Slovakia last season. Didn't really work out. I think he played with uh, Felix Pulai. Yeah, I think so. In yeah. Selena. I don't know what, what happened there. It's, as you say, it's obviously not worked out for him, but um, it was a nice quality, so absolutely delighted to have him back. Yeah, from his interview, I think he said that he, he had an offer, maybe he had talked to Clan about coming back last year, but mm. he just wanted familiarity and uh, obviously Finnerty being at Manchester uh, kind of would fit the bill in terms of knowing what you're you're going to in Hammond and Becker and stuff like that. But he always he always saw himself being being back at Clan, which is interesting because I didn't think we would see him back. 
No, I didn't expect that either. Um, obviously, a pleasant surprise, as I said. But no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see who else he, he manages to bring in in the off season. Obviously, Peter Russell's quite busy now, but who knows what will happen in the next coming weeks. Um, but certainly three three top notch signings, I would say. Yeah, probably in, in, in the first week. You just obviously he won't need any time to settle in and stuff really and we know what he brings. I think he missed somebody who could really score. Mm-hmm. Last year you saw bits and bobs move from the likes of Schofield, but you know that Pitt guarantees you that, uh, when he's put in those positions. Yeah. And he's he's equally good uh, I think defensively as well, he doesn't really get the credit. Yeah. Deserves I think it seems to be a, a bit of a nightmare to play against. Um I kind of noticed that more in his last his last season at Clan. I seem to notice some more um, tracking back, and it seems to be a a bit of an annoyance for a lot of players as well because he tends to kind of hack, not hack. It, yeah, he does. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, flicker. Is that hooker? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um, just to put put players off, but you know where he'll be anyway. Back post. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, back post one timer. <laughs> I don't know if it's not really the point to speculate, but I'd imagine he'll maybe be our top line setter just based on experience and stuff. But we'll see, I guess, as time goes on, the rest of the signings come in. Yeah. Um, but obviously, delighted. I think I could spend a whole episode talking about it, <laughs> but we should move on. It's only sensible. Yeah. Signing number two was. Again, slightly unexpected, I would say, just because of how he left, in a way. Well, it, you, you, you maybe thought, oh, he wanted to stay, but after he had left and gone to Sheffield, they seemed to cut ties and there was a bit of animosity yeah. with the fans and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and it's, I've not even said his name, but it's... <laughs> it's no, it is. Yeah, in fact, we're not even going to say his name, because if you're listening, you should know. yeah. And if you don't know, isn't it his first name is Zach? Yeah, and he's 32, and he's six feet two, that's all you're getting. He's got a beard. Yeah, so he's, so, Fitzy, I guess we'll call him, is coming back as, <laughs> as captain next season. That was a, that was a shock for me, I have to say. The, the captain thing? The captain just, thing, yeah. yeah. Just given, well, I don't know, but I guess we were kind of going on the last time he was here, and obviously... It's a world record penalty minutes that seem to run. Yeah, 304 there, just looking at it. Yeah. Which, it, I don't even think it can be half that. <laughs> no, it can't really be. Um, but maybe maybe he will. Maybe he'll just he'll sort of play a sort of more, I don't know, just a sort of better defenseman. Well, you hope so. Um, actually, looking at looking at the minutes there, it was exactly 197. the last two seasons. Oh, sorry, his first two seasons at Sheffield and then 181. Yeah. I think he got maybe Still a couple a of bands high. as well. That's that's for me, that's way too high. Uh-huh. You can see as well that the number of games that he misses due to suspension. Yeah. So that's that's obviously going to be an issue. But if he's if he's coming in and he's going to be captain, then you'll maybe have a hopefully he'll, he'll calm down a bit because obviously other players that will be brought in will be looking to the captain. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's no doubt he's a he's a good captain guy. It's just the, the sort of the the discipline that you see with him. 
Yeah. Obviously, Pete Russell last year had Nickerson. And I don't know if he got him so wound up <laughs> that there was that punch fan incident. Hopefully, he's not seeing any that. of that. Uh, Unless he signs Nickerson as well. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that one? I don't think I'd be too happy with that. But uh, no, no, no. So he, he can, he can play, and you have seen it. And Sheffield fans are obviously thinking it's a big loss. I just you have I need, some reservations. I, 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 jury's out with me. Yeah. I don't know. I think. He, I, as I said before, he still, I've still got that memory of the Hammond injury. Yeah. Whether whether or not he meant it, uh, it was a season ender for Hammond, and good to see. Obviously, he's back, but it's just the last day. Yeah, you know, he was basically hated when he came back here. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be funny to see that. But if he keeps the penalty minutes down to less than the combined total of the rest of the team put together, then <laughs> uh, maybe we've got something there. And but obviously. I, th- I actually thought he was assistant captain when he was at Clan last time. This appears to say not, but mm. was he not in some sort of assistant coaching role as well? Thank you. Yeah, I think he was when he was, when he was at Clan, mm. I think, yeah. But we'll see. For me, Judy's still out, but... Yeah, no, I get, I get why. Like, I understand that. I just think that we... It's weird, we all, almost kind of need someone like that, but obviously without the daft daft penalties. Yeah. And then yeah. obviously there was a few of them last season as well, but um, they all just came the wrong time. But um, if he keeps his penalty minutes down, then I think he'll be a, a good signing because he can play. So The example of that I'm thinking of is uh, Rosehill last year went to Manchester mm-hmm. and he was the captain. Uh, I think he he was racking up the minutes yeah. and bands as well. I remember one specifically in Fife. He was just swinging the just, stick. And then yeah, actually one at Sheffield, yeah, yeah, where he, was, he sort of threw his stick. So we can't be having those red miss moments, really. Uh, although it's almost guaranteed we're going to see one. So it's just the timing of that. Yeah. And then who, who does he play with? We don't know any other player on the team, so... I don't know, did he play with Chris in 14, 15, or was he with Sully or something? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see the matchup as well, but we can only speculate with that. So (coughs) reserve, but he's uh, plenty of time to put me on, I think. Um, But he's obviously a a decent leader character. Yeah. Third guy, if we were good to move on, (laughs) is. Another familiar face, but a more recent familiar face. Um, Nico Gutwald is back after last year, and I think, again, that was a popular re-signing. Yeah. I'm just amazed that he's managed to... He's kind of almost slipped under the radar. Like, although I think, just looking at it there, he's, he's played with Zelina as well. So, he, like, but I mean, when he came in, he was kind of... After the season had started, we were just looking to have a full roster at that point so um, <laughs> to get some players at that point yeah I think they would have just taken it but they managed to find they managed to find uh, a gem in Goodwill so no I'm, I'm delighted to have him back as well but the question for me is if, is he going to come in and is he going to be a defenceman or is he going to play as a forward I think he should be a defenceman mm-hmm. um, 
although he did quite well as a forward, but it's the question of was he the best of a bad bunch? Yeah. yeah. That's that's the only worry. Like he did so well, but that was in a very bad team. So is it that he comes in and he's kind of found out in a way or but I guess that's the case for other players. I think he'll he'll be fine. He was quite steady. Mm-hmm. And that's what we we needed really at the time. Some yeah. size as well. And uh, so kind of, he was only twenty four, so he was like yeah, a, a good a good Lee Baldwin. <laughs> I think. Yeah, they wanted a good Lee Baldwin, let's be honest. Um, even Jeff Smith was a good Lee Baldwin. Jeff Smith, yeah. And the planet. Brings back the memories. Um, but no, so it's seven seven goals last year, and I think probably all of them were when he moved up to forward. Near enough, and he did thirty penalty minutes. He had one or two fights, I think. But he's not one of those guys yeah. that takes um, kind of stick infraction penalties. No, no, he was quite good at that. Um, he's just no messing about, but very composed when he's on ice. I think. Um, yeah. And if he has, if he has to drop the gloves, then he will. But I'd rather he didn't, obviously. But he can handle himself, so why not? Yeah. Well, we thought last year there would be plenty of players who would end up dropping the gloves, but he he did a few times as well. So it was maybe the way that they announced the players last year. Yeah, I remember every every single announcement was just uh, it was, it was yeah. a video of the guy fighting, even Schofield and. But yeah, no. So I think I think you'll be signed as a defenseman. Um, and look, the advantage is that Pete Russell's seen these guys play at least. Yeah. So you know what you're getting. There were various rumours about trip signings and who actually made them, but at least you know, guaranteed that the coaching staff have actually seen all these players firsthand. Um, yeah. I know that's that's a big thing. I think that we missed last year. Um, don't really know what the what the case was with Trip, and there's been rumours that other people were making signings and stuff. So difficult to know for sure, obviously. But uh, definitely, Pete Russell's seen all these guys before, so he knows he knows the quality that, that they'll bring. So he's hoping it continues. Yeah, um, Vald obviously is quite keen as well. I enjoy hearing that. That makes a difference. I think yeah, somebody who's like buys into what the team's trying to do and stuff and uh-huh. it was a shite year last year so hopefully they're looking to put that right I would say um, but so those are the three that we've made so far I kind of expected another one maybe two so uh-huh. far yeah uh-huh. since the is it not the season ticket yeah, I like our deadlines or whatever um, exactly. so hopefully we'll maybe to make sure we're not saying anything else while we're recording. Yeah, that would be the biggest fail, fan podcast fail. <laughs> um, no, so, I mean, the other two that we'll probably come on to, uh, potentially three that are involved in the, the GB team, I thought maybe one of those would have been announced. But uh, it's almost as if, I think I probably thought at one point, is they've announced Pitt that's it they don't need to sign anybody else I'm happy but that obviously doesn't make any sense really does it in the the rumour mill stuff that I've heard or read 
um, in relation to the guys that we said we wanted back, because I think we covered a bit of that last time, yeah. where you'd said, oh, I heard that uh, X and Y weren't actually coming back. The the rumour is that Burt won't be coming back, mm-hmm. which I think would be a bit of a blow, because uh, I, did, I did rate him towards the end of the season. Yeah, I think he would be a, a good asset. Um, and I don't think it was just a case of best of a, a bad bunch. I think he was he was a talented talented player. His pictures <laughs> superb. Just an elite prospect. It's more the the same player, but oh yeah, it's on the website. That's that's strange. On elite prospects, you can now click sign player. So I imagine you just put your card details in. <laughs> you never sign him anyway. No, no, it was. When he came out first, he was uh, an absolute, to coin a Scottish football phrase, bomb scare yeah. in the back. But Turn over, Tim. <laughs> yeah, he, he seemed to calm that down as the season progressed. And after after New Year, he was he was one of the best players on, on the team. So um, sad if that's the case. If he's not coming back, then obviously wish him all the best. And thank him for his efforts but um, he was definitely he was definitely one of our best players towards the end of the year yep I enjoyed watching him I think he could uh, definitely do a job again um, but we'll see see what the story is with that the other one I heard was uh, Barry McKenzie is not back really he'll be back yep um, through the grapevine through the grapevine um, but I the, the news was they didn't know where he was going to go just that he wasn't going to be back yeah. uh, I don't know what, what do you think about that one because he obviously he's not a what you call a productive player but he did have a role maybe just not used properly yeah. recently as well last year properly with tri- um, I think you could see Ryan Finnerty teams that <clears throat> the the type of the type of player that Alan McKenzie was um, playing that fourth line sort of get in your face type player um, <clears throat> and and did the job as you say so penalty kill as well he was out there quite a lot even yeah, last year yeah definitely um, with Hayward as well mm-hmm. um, so that from that aspect he'll He'll be missed if he goes, I guess. But um, I seem to have a bit more faith in, in Pete Russell now with uh, recent happenings. Um, and I feel be able to, to bring in some of those guys from from the GB team uh, with them. Then that would be, would be even better. And I guess that would ultimately would be an upgrade for Barry McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, that's a kind of honest assessment, I think. Um, I'm all about honesty, so, <laughs> you know. If he was to go, or some of the other players, you know, it's also rumoured that Sully's potentially away as well. Yeah. Um, he'd like to think that maybe with Pete Russell's connections, you can bring in, excuse me, an adequate replacement. Brit, D-man, mm-hmm. um, whoever that may be. But I guess, I guess just on that, if Sully... If Sully was to go, do you think that would be uh, a bit of an impact? 
I'd do, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Um, the way that, the way that Sully stands out for me is that he, I think he reads the game really well. Uh, seems to intercept a lot of a lot of passes um, and stuff. He's always like a good, like good defenseman as well. But the main thing that stuck out for me was his ability to read the game. Um, I thought he was really good at that. Um, so that, I think that I think that'll be a miss um, if he goes, obviously. Um, and he's, he's back in he's in he was in that successful GB team so Pete Russell obviously thinks a lot of him um, yeah but from what so I don't know if he played he wasn't as regular minutes as you know the top guys but mm-hmm. uh, in terms of a team game he's, he's still there and playing a role so I think he I think I'd like to have him as we said um, he's, he's developed into quite a good player maybe didn't see the best of him last year but did we see the best of any player last year yeah, yeah no, no definitely um, no I'd, I'd like to see him back as well but if he's if obviously it's he's from the Guildford area and that's where he's been linked to I guess so um, we need to wait and find out obviously but I'd like to have him back there is or there are two more players in, in that team who have either or have both have played for us before but linked with either a return or a re-signing that's Brooksy and I think well he's the first one mm. I would be surprised if he's not back but then who knows really um, all he, I think he personally indicated in some of his interviews that he did want to yeah. come back but that doesn't really mean anything anymore Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, if somebody's offering a, a better contract and it's mm. what's best for him, then maybe we won't we won't see him back. Yeah, but he, well, there's always a possibility. It's the same every season, but um, I think if he's wanting to come back, then we should have him back. Yeah, absolutely. If, he's, if he feels that he's able to go another full season again, because um, obviously he'll be, was he 39 now? 38, 39. Something like that, yeah. So I mean, from that aspect, if he feels that he can, he can have another another full good season, then absolutely, why not have him back? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we probably thought this uh, two seasons ago, um, and they ended up at five. But you'd like to think that with the GB connection and whatever, we can have him, and he, he obviously likes it here, so. Possibly in that sort of assistant coach role as well. Yeah. That I guess he was last year, but yeah. I don't really know what that means to be honest. <laughs> I know. I know. Especially when you had Hartman there as well. It's sort of. Yeah. Are you just the link between. Defensive coach. Yeah. Are you just the link between players wanting to say stuff to coaches and vice versa? But yeah. if, he, if he's indicated he wants a return, I think get the money. Pay it. Get the man. Whatever it is, get the man, Linda. True <laughs> the fact, classic. Uh, yeah. So get Brooksy back, bring back Brooksy or whatever the hashtag is. <laughs> and then the other big rumour was Hammond, uh, who was obviously with us two years ago at Manchester last year. Did well with GB team, as did Brooks, incidentally, but Hammond's another one who has just been great in this league. So. Mm. If there was any chance to have him, I think absolutely. Yeah, another hidden gem as well. I guess yep. you could say just yeah, 
coming in during the season. But um, no, he's definitely set the league on fire since he's come in. So obviously, if that were to happen, then even better. But normally, the way they do the uh, the signing arrangements is that they tend to, <laughs> they tend to get better as the off season goes on. But you, can't really, it's, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that after the first one, though. I know. That's it. It's all. It's all been. It's all downhill after that. But um, no, if that if that rumour's in any way true, then absolutely, I would love to see him. But I think uh, I did. I did a poll at some point on the Twitter, on the tweets, on the old Twitter sphere, on the internet. Well, I've done a couple actually, but Hammond was the the winner from which former player would you like to see back and this was before Fitzy signed mm-hmm. Fitzy was in second and obviously Pete Russell's looked at this poll so he's working on Hammond he has he's working on Hammond Becca was the other Becca and Arson with other names in there Becca only got 6% of the vote which is quite a surprise yeah uh, he was obviously very good with us and, and the same with Manchester but if he's trying to recreate that uh, BHP line, then I'd be happy. But but we'll see at the end of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, agreed. If Hammond comes back, then happy days. But downhill from pit. All downhill from pit. <laughs> well, just talking about rumours and stuff. Yep. There's always this rumour going about that Wacey Rabbit, or whatever his name is. Yep. So a recurring... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's he was always liking tweets and saying different yeah. things. Maybe he's just a he's just a fan. Yeah, that's been a rumor for <laughs> what was that a rumor the season before last as well? I don't uh, know, but uh, it, for a wee while anyway. It gathered legs, I guess. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't really thinking of a rabbit pun. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I, could, I came up with mutton. Nah, nah, <laughs> uh, you talk over on the plane or something. <laughs> that's us finished, folks. We'll leave it there. Um, Signing out forever. I don't really, I've not really looked into this guy. He's obviously half decent, but I've got no nah. no interest in really caring about it, other than it's kind of funny that every area is linked with a few teams in the league. Yeah, just looking at stats, so he's obviously. He said a fair bit of AH experience, albeit a decade ago now, but he's been around a bit as well, played in Croatia, Norway, uh, Italy and Czech Republic and stuff. So he's obviously obviously a talented guy and and can rack up the points as well. But as we say... Would you be buzzing if we sign him? Would I be buzzing? Uh I think he would be be a good good addition, but again, it's difficult to tell him that elite prospects... Usually does that, does that to you? Yeah. But uh, well, it's, it's the rumor's going to be there again, right? So might as well yeah. just say he's confirmed, confirmed transfer to unknown. Okay, so unknown signed quite a few good players at the moment. Yeah, they got a strong team. So you know how, how big their roster is. Must be absolutely massive. It must be definitely one of the one of the one of the best teams though. That's you. <laughs> yeah. We've got a, a few, and, and it is only a few other player transactions that have been confirmed in the league uh, so far since we last 
uh, since we last recorded anything. Uh, I guess the the prominent ones from that are <laughs> sorry are Clemente from Manchester, the goalkeeper. Uh, always enjoyed playing at Brayhead, I think, with the, the net and post situation. <laughs> but he's retired, so that'll be a big one for Manchester to have to replace because he was he was good, I think, uh, status-wise. I think he was, be- he was better last season than the season before. We still- Look at that hair. Yeah, the hair's uh, unbelievable. Yeah, well, I guess it was kind of similar in terms of safe percentage. Yeah, uh, well into the nine hundreds. So yeah, he was always that. He was always that top top goalie. But always they had possibly. I don't actually know, but just speculate. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna speculate. He's uh, yeah. Aye, he's become a fan. Yeah, join that. He's potentially done that. Twenty eight. Yeah, one of those young young retirees. Yeah. Um, so again, who are Manchester going to bring in? We'll see. One so, guy. Tell you who it won't be. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> As I would say, one guy who will not be found that way is uh, the miss. Everyone missed the cause. Steelers, netminder, moved to a nice place. Yes, yeah, in France. I actually thought he would potentially be back in the league for somebody, to be honest. But uh, not to be. Um, he, he was... I mean, he never... He never really thought of him as unbelievable, but actually, when you, you look at the stats and what what Sheffield fans have kind of thought of him moving on, it's it just shows that actually he was one of the. I think was he not the leader, save percentage leader, potentially both the years he was here, or yeah, or one of them. I mean, point nine one three and point nine one eight respectively is is excellent. Um, yeah. Of course, he played for Sheffield a few years ago and was incredible, really, to that point nine two five. But I think he probably got a few offers from teams here. Yeah, I would say so. And if not, then serious questions need to be, need to be asked. Do you think we would have uh, made an offer for him? No. Just, I don't think our budget's big enough. Right. That, that's it. That's the only reason I can I could think of because if he was available at the right price, then obviously that would make sense. The other other big transactions: Jan Sove moving on from Nottingham to uh, <coughs> Memphis Jack Zagreb, who I believe are in KHL. <coughs> Excuse me, oh, we're dying here. <coughs> Medical emergency. Never um, drink. He was uh, he was quite a big player for them last year. And, uh, but always seemed to be one of those guys who was destined to move on. I think they sort of picked him up at a time when his career was maybe dropping off a wee bit, but he's used Nottingham as a, a stepping stone to get back in there. They're not a KHL team, that, that's nonsense, but yeah, he's uh, he's played for them before. But in fact, yeah, they were. Apparently yeah. they're, now, they're not. Not playing <coughs> playing the Austrian league, is that? Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, so it's just because I remember Cardiff. I think Cardiff played them at the start of last year with being a friendly, and they were definitely KHL men. So yeah. it's a good level he's going to. Yeah. Um, and uh, definitely, he can yeah. play a bit as well. So yeah, a big big body. 
He scored a few goals. I remember him scoring an overtime winner against us, I think. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, I scored an overtime winner against us. Yeah. Most players in the league. Um, but yeah, so, of course, nothing of him to replace, but they won't, wouldn't have too much trouble. And I guess on that note, they they announced their new coach, whose name I'll need to look up again, nothing, but uh, having that having that big budget means that they can afford uh, coaches with the kind of pedigree that they did get. Rich Chernomas, who I think has had certainly a lot of international and other experience, but they're always going to be a team who can put <laughs> hilarious pictures on their website. Who can attract guys like that with just with their budget and the size of the arena and stuff? Yeah. Um, there's absolutely nothing in that article, but I won't pretend <laughs> I won't pretend I know that much. But he's uh, a guy with a lot of experience, and Nottingham Nottingham aren't the kind of team who are who are going to take a gamble on your sort of John Trips. I think Neil Black could save the gambles for Clan and. Uh, yeah. Make sure there's resources available for for the Panthers. But again, how will he do it? A new guy to the league. Uh, regardless of how much he knows about it, how will he adapt and, and things like that? Obviously, Corey Nielsen knew, knew it like the back of his hand. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of team the recruits and nothing. Because I, I felt like going into the last season, they had probably one of the better. Rosters, yeah, and showed it for showed it for Alabama <coughs> that season or the, the first part of it anyway. Yeah, they were flying and in Europe as well. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to edit out most of this. <laughs> the owner sections. Um, you may have to edit. I mean, die before. Right. Um, <coughs> we'll keep going though. Even if you do, I'll just I'll just keep going. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Galbraith, who was. At, uh, a uh, top performing netminder actually for Nottingham uh, last year. He's moving to Sweden, I think, by the looks of it. Or is that is that Denmark? Um, it's Denmark. Yeah, that's that's where he's from. It's <laughs> he's away home, as they would say. Um, oh, but he was he was good, so I suspect uh, he will do pretty well. There's a bit of a history in the league for good goaltenders coming and then getting decent moves away. I remember uh, back how I was it for the mm. a few years ago was unbelievable and then went to SHL I think. Um SHL. the starter there. Um obviously got Shane Owen last year for Fife was a good pick up. Fife have got a good record actually for Fife keepers. Yeah they do. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate. Yeah, one of their strengths. Yeah. Again Andy Isles last year was brilliant so interesting to see if he stays but Dundee with that a couple of a couple of pickups and one of them a, a young Scottish guy uh, Craig Garrigan who I don't know anything about but uh, somebody from University of Calgary Dryden Dow and I trust he'll be a good player given Pasha's record for finding getting yeah. young guys out of uni and who are ready yeah. for yeah. First or second year pro, especially seeing seeing guys like that early on. So he must have, I don't know, he must have contacts with someone. Yeah, I think I think so. 
uh, that would sort of highlight these players to him. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what, what he brings to the league. Yeah, there are a lot of, there's obviously not infinite, but a huge number of players there who I think because bigger budget teams, they don't not look at them, but they've got this expectation of bringing in guys with experience and resumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as we've said before, Pasha is great at finding those unique guys and, and bringing a good team together. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we just need to cut our budget totally and force us to do that. So, <laughs> you know you always get entertainment. You can't see Dundee weren't entertaining last year. Yeah. Whereas at times we were Yeah, we were. Remember them dry. Who was on that mean? Sheffrey. Yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah. Nearly <laughs> nearly passed the news on that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They had him. That was that was one of their that was their bad year. Yeah. Oh my god. But they did have um, obviously Bacala and then they just they've got that record as we say of finding finding good gems. So hmm. I'll expect them to compete, but I still want them to be as to be dominating. Yeah, in Scotland certainly can't be having that Fife domination again. It's no. just not. Although not good. It'd be interesting to see what happens in Edinburgh. <coughs> yep. Obviously, given recent news. Yes, and on that note, <coughs> uh, today it was revealed that the Murrayfield Racers, who were the the new franchise, had put in a bid for uh, elite league status, were rejected. In that, so who knows why. But at the moment, no hockey in Edinburgh. No, um, which is a shame for Caps fans. Obviously, it turned out we can make out um, to support that team, even though won five games. Was it four games? Even maybe last year. Um, so uh, I don't know. It's it's a shame. Obviously, there could potentially be no no hockey team in Edinburgh. Um, but obviously then that leaves us with 11 teams so yeah yeah there should be a team in Edinburgh wherever it yeah. is but I think if if it was Murrayfield then you wouldn't have had Caps fans going along I don't think and indications where you wouldn't have had players from them moving across mm. um, just because the way it turned out but I think that certainly there should be the problem is probably the rink uh, yeah. but it's a big capital city and stuff we were discussing uh, possibly sharing with ice, uh, with ice, with five. <laughs> sharing with five. That would be interesting. So, they're, they're discussing yeah. playing on actual Murrayfield, just playing on grass. Right. So instead of instead of ice, they'll just just put Ar- on the grass. Artificial ice. Yeah. Astro. <laughs> No, so at the moment, no Edinburgh, are we going to see a team from somewhere else or are they going to go with 11? I suspect that somebody else will pop up. Yeah, I would, I would like think a so. or something like that. Again. Possibly. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe another, another Scottish team. Yeah, because they did that with Manchester. Yeah. They were put together in no time, really. So that's another one to keep an eye on. The Stranraer Steelers. Yeah. Uh, another team in Glasgow, maybe. Paisley Pirates. Paisley Pirates. Nah, we couldn't share. We couldn't be sharing nice. 
going the Milan derby. Could have a, we could turn right here, didn't you? <laughs> Do you know what you're going to say? That's <laughs> funny. Turn right here, didn't you? A, a sort of Catholic team, and then we could <laughs> we could create a, a Protestant team, <laughs> <laughs> and then just. <laughs> It would just be a huge rivalry, but say nothing really about what happens on the ice. We had Clinton, etc. Too controversial, we can't be having that. No, no, no. The other big hockey news, actually, I remember seeing today, I think uh, John Dunbar signed an extension with Guilford, which is a big deal for him because he was smashing. Yeah, one of the, the top <coughs> top players in the league, something for them. Um, but no, the, the big hockey news which which concerned the the new clan coach was that the GB team incredibly really managed to to win that group and find themselves playing against the, the big boys next year. Um, but against the odds, I guess just pulled out some great performances to beat the likes of. Uh, Italy and uh, Slovenia, yeah. Hungary and stuff like that. It was a good effort, and that I think that uh, most of those players who've been there for years, like Jonathan Phillips and stuff, that's as good a as good a hockey achievement as, as they will have in their careers, probably. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I don't think there was much in the way of hope going going into the tournament, so. And I have to say, after the after the, the Kazakhstan game as well, I was a bit was a bit worried um, for them. Uh, obviously, getting beat six one there, but that just turned out to be a blip in the end. So yeah, I think there were people were saying when they went in, it's, they've got as much chance of going down as they do of of going up again. So yeah, yeah, you had. I think the star guys really were bounds who. Mm. We know he's a great keeper, but he's sort of starting to elevate himself to get him signed. <laughs> Sign him I think up. we've been phoning the whole budget. Whatever it takes. Um, he's starting to elevate himself to kind of elite status, I would say. Yeah. Not necessarily nationally, uh, among the keepers that will be in that top division, but sort of there and thereabouts, he's, mm-hmm. he's been great and the team sort of rely on him to to keep them in it. Um, Perlini, who first year uh, in the team came from Nottingham. I think he was a top top scorer, maybe in the division. Maybe not goals, but points. Um, so that he made a big difference. And then uh, guys like O'Connor, who we know what he can do. But really, all of them stepping up and the the big players when needed, sort of delivering those performances. And in the end. It all came together and up they go, really. Yeah. Brett Perlini. Brett Perlini, yeah. His brother plays for uh, Arizona Coyotes, I think. Right. Yeah. Brendan, maybe. Six points from, from five games. Yeah. Four of which were goals. I mean, that's, you can't really ask, ask for much more than that. So he made a difference. Obviously, Hammond came in for his first year. I think did well. Um, Brooks is still doing it at his age still probably one of the fastest guys <laughs> but I mean it just it's another big achievement for Pete Russell in terms of his his coaching career and I'd said another wee Twitter poll uh, based on that 
were people more confident about the upcoming season under Pete Russell? And it was kind of emphatic, 75%. People said, yeah. Um, do you buy into that after the performances? Are you... Yeah, a wee bit, I guess, yeah. Um, no, he doesn't. I can see him, he doesn't buy in. No, I, I can't do it, I mean. Um, I guess it all depends what kind of team he recruits over the, yeah. over the summer. Um, so it's difficult still at this stage uh, to say, but he's obviously he's obviously got the, the team playing for each other and obviously I would suggest overachieving there. So I guess we'll just need to wait and see, but... Yeah, I guess I do. Can I buy into that a wee bit? Not yourself. The, the team thing is big, I think. Yeah. They're all obviously playing for each other and the chances that you're going to get a team in the league potentially as together as that are maybe a lot less. It's mm. different uh, coaching internationally because, you know, people are motivated for different reasons. I don't think these guys are paid or whatever. Um, but when you come to the elite league, you've got different egos to contend with and that sort of stuff. So it is hard to say. Yeah. But it's certainly not hard. There's chances, I think. It's obvious that he has got coaching ability. Yeah. It's tying that together with the recruitment element under the budget that we give him and how you know how he settles in, how his systems work for Brayhead and all sorts of different elements but I don't think it harms his chances is my answer so I'm sitting on the fence yeah I will also join you on the fence um, do we have anything else to say wise? I don't think so no we can move move boldly on to other sporting matters yep and of course the big game at the weekend so Thistle travel to Perth salvage a point which keeps them in the hunt for that uh, playoff place <laughs> no idea um, <coughs> no it was uh, obviously the big game on Sunday it will come to but I can't even pretend to remember what I'd said predictions wise for games well we wouldn't have covered these ones specifically no. um, but the Hibs Kilmarnock game was quite good that was worth a yeah. Worth a watch, some good goals in that. Yeah, definitely. Two, um, two other than Celtic, two of the best teams in Scotland at present. So, uh, it would have been an interesting game to, to watch as a, as a neutral. <coughs> yeah, and obviously, we've got a, an extra incentive to talk about Party Thistle, but uh, they're just hanging on in there with that draw. Yeah. Um, Thanks to Conor Salmon's penalty for one minute to go. Yeah, he'll be getting his pizza for that. Yeah, he will. Um, did you see the, the challenge in the first minute of the Hamilton game? The high foot? No, I haven't. Oh, it was a belter. <laughs> the guy manages to get his, his foot uh, head height, makes contact, head height, only gets a yellow. You're joking. Yeah. Darren McKinnon, is it? I think no, that's who it was. He, yeah. Genuinely, in the first minute, long ball comes. He just looks like a. Fruits up. We're playing it here. Uh, looks like a bruiser. Because I yell, I think it's one of those that, if, if absolutely no complaints. You can see him charging about. Oh, jeez. Absolutely Christ. no complaints. I read here. Um, moving on to, on to Sunday's games. Just, just while you're watching that, 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even better than slow mo. If you, yeah, if you've not seen that challenge, give it a watch. It's on the BBC website. Daddy <laughs> McKinnon, uh, Hamilton against Ross County. Daddy McKinnon assaults. Yeah, it's like it's, as bad as that Colton Fretter checked in the head. <laughs> yeah, in football and that, terms, and that was bad. Um, Sunday, obviously the, the big derby. That it's not really a derby anymore. It's just a Man United Arsenal. Just a game, game where one team turns up, and it's how many goals are we going to score today? Um, uh, I mean, the last couple of games. <laughs> Honestly, never been so comfortable watching a Celtic Rangers game. It's um, Rangers are just so inept. It's unbelievable. It really it, is. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty embarrassing from from their point of view how how far away they are and just can't can't seem to compete. I think the games are won before so before they even yeah. yeah before they even played, uh, and I guess only Stevie G can. Can change that balance. Um, what do you what do you make of the news about Stephen Gerrard? Well, probably, maybe, potentially getting the Rangers job. Well, they've been going on all week about it. So they've been talks all week in the build up to that game, and no deal's been made as yet. So, is that a smokescreen to kind of def- deflect away from from how poor Rangers were going to be or? Self-season tickets. Self-season tickets. Is there any? Um, no. <laughs> just, just nothing. I think. Obviously, it's not get experience of management really. And there obviously there's the the talk of he'll be able to attract players and whatever. But mm. I think it's almost an impossible job at the moment for whoever comes in. Interesting anyway. I wouldn't have said that before that any of this came up that he would be one of the candidates. No, absolutely. So, not. so basically, I guess getting that news, getting that even becoming a thing is. Yeah, well, he's well, he's a big name in, in football in terms, but he's not a big name in managerial terms. No. So Rangers are replacing a guy. It was an under twenties coach. My guy, it's an under eighteen coach. Really, in, in managerial terms, <coughs> albeit Liverpool have a much better youth system than Rangers do. But um, I saw the, the, the thing that said uh, that they're just looking to hire the last guy that, to stop Brendan Rodgers winning a, a league title. <laughs> Definitely seems like that. They're just kind of right. Who who do we know? Who do we know that knows how Brendan Rodgers plays? Uh, don't know Steven Gerrard. Right, what's he doing? Yeah, well. The jury's out and how much of a difference that's going to make, but you, you feel that nobody would be taking that job unless they were absolutely guaranteed trillions of pounds to spend, and even then. But they've already, this is what I don't understand. They must have spent, done that. They've spent millions of pounds already. They must okay. have guaranteed that to previous managers as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, but, I mean, you look at guys like Bruno Alves, so upwards of £25,000 a week easily Carlos Pena who's not even at the club he's getting paid £20,000 a week so there's guys like that just now that are on <coughs> on their wage bill and it's just sapping any any potential transfer budget that they might have 
and the summer. But anyway. Yep. When the announcement comes, it's uh, where they've been talked about, I guess. So that was that was really the league. The league was not really the league. It was the league title. Yeah, wrapped up. Yep. So all all that really remains to be played for at the moment is well, at the top of the league anyway is the is the second place and. I think based on that Rangers showing, they're not really in the running. Um, for me, I kind of fancy Hibs, but then they've got a tricky, tricky trip to Aberdeen this weekend, and that's almost going to be a make or break yeah. game, I would say, for second place. I think arguably Hibs have played the toughest two games already. In the top six, going on current form and in Celtic and in a Kamara, they beat both of them. So, so I can see him going to Petardry and getting a win there. Yeah, Aberdeen have not got a great record recently when it comes to the crunch games, do they? So, no, I don't think that's, that's, that's another thing not not in their favour. Um, but yeah, I think I can see Hibs going there, going there, winning as well. Um, Dundee Hamilton is a, a crucial one at the other end of the table. Dundee, I think, took the lead against Motherwell at the weekend, but uh, we're pegged back in the end. And Hamilton coming off that that win, so do do they win favourites? Probably not, since it's at Dundee. It's one of those that's probably going to end in a draw. Mm, probably. I would I would love it if, if Hamilton won. Just the Neil McCann thing. Yeah, just Neil McCann, the man himself. You're picking Hamilton for that, man. I'm picking Hamilton. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a wee draw in that, a wee tasty draw. Motherwell St Johnson. I think what there's a few weeks till the cup final, isn't there? So Motherwell in a way kind of playing out season, but they're always tough, tough to play against. Yeah. St Johnson I don't know maybe not quite as good away from home I'm not sure about that could be wrong but Motherwell I think probably favourites to win that for me yeah I'd put Motherwell at favourites as well um, it's still three weeks away before the Scottish Cup final so no I think um, I think they'll be wanting to, to play out the season well and so I get a good a good run going ahead of the, the Cup final as well so they go into that game uh, um, on the Saturday um, Rangers come Arnock well you know the Rangers will put that defeat behind them and they'll bounce back and it'll all be fine uh, they would if it was Hearts they were yeah that's all I think come Arnock maybe be looking forward to that I would say mm. um, yeah. and wouldn't be surprised if they if they won that now given that what happened at the weekend? Um, yeah, body day maybe to go back there, and get a couple of goals, and celebrate. Possibly, possibly <laughs> with that know, funny walk run thing that he does. <laughs> <laughs> Although both of those teams conceded five at the weekend, so so is it going to be five each? Could be. No, I think I, I think Kamara will win that. I just I can't see Rangers winning another game before the end of the year. Fair enough. Hearts, Celtic on Sunday. Nothing really in it anymore, but I think that makes 
Celtic even more favourites? Are we going to see changes to that team? Possibly. Or are Hearts going to cause an upset given Celtic are probably out? Yeah, um, I don't know, it's kind of difficult. Out mad wet the whole week. <laughs> Wait, turn it off. You see that? No, is that where they are? Yeah. Team are out to turn it off. That's the play of the year awards. Did they? Yeah. Right. Floyd's turn it off last night. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think I think changes will be made for that game. I'd like to see Paddy Roberts and Scott Sinclair given a given a full ninety minutes each, um, just to see what they can do. Because I don't think both of them will be there next season. Possibly, possibly one. I don't. I can't see. Can't see both of them being there. But in terms of this game, I think Castle's notoriously difficult to go to. Well, especially the second half of the season, so um, it'll be a difficult game, but um, Celtic will be in party mode, so um, I'll take a Celtic winner. Won those awards, actually, it was Scott Brown, I think, that won the mm. Player of the Year, which is fair enough. I actually think I rate Cham higher than I rate Scott Brown. Yeah. I think just, just as a player, um, not necessarily talking about those those awards he's not he wasn't, Jam wasn't nominated I don't think but I just like him more than Scott Brown as, as a player but what Brown brings is different mm-hmm. I think yeah I can I agree to an extent although it's, it's games against Ross County and Patrick Fist and stuff like that where yes. Jam just kind of disappears um, yeah you don't really see the best of him in those games but he definitely brings it out for the big games. So if he can sort of maintain that consistency throughout and have and have a really good a good year next year, then it's to say he won't win it then. Yeah. Um, who else? There was Boyd as well was nominated. He'd scored a ton of goals, which kind of reflected how well Kilmarnock had done, I think. Yeah. Um, I guess he was probably second best. I don't know if they did. Do they do that? Do they just reveal who wins it? It's not, just a, not an order. No, nah, that's just a winner. Yeah. Winner takes it on. Um, young player, I think. Yeah, three years running. Yeah. Young player of the year. How old is he? 21. Right. And he's under 21. So that's uh, his last. Yeah, I believe so. Um, and I think, was it Jack Ross that won? Yeah, he won manager of the year. Which is fair enough. Um, yeah. I think the it's hard not to consider Rogers for it given that they're probably going to do another treble but yeah I think like this this is probably the, the one year where you, you can disagree with anyone that was nominated so yeah Steve Clark Steve another Clark one and, and Lennon was yeah, it Lennon yeah um, so I mean arguably you could add any of those four yep um, yeah but you can't deny that Jack Ross has done yeah I think him and, him and Rogers obviously have both got silverware from that, and that makes a difference in mm. those. Yeah, it those awards. Um, sure. So moving on then, I guess to the the final part. Unless you've got any more, yeah. more stuff you want to cover, I may have missed. Nah, I guess we're working on a theme as well. So yeah, fully aware of that. I think we'll finish on a wee a wee critical mode. Yeah, sure. Um, 
unless there was anything else you wanted. No. To, no, I've, I've got, I've actually got a critical mode this week. Subject can be repaired. Good stuff. Um, What's happened? And it was related to one of the big news stories that came out, which was the, the big merge between Asda and Sainsbury's. <laughs> uh, so does that mean that all the shops are going to be uh, Asbury's or <laughs> Sainsda? <laughs> um, no, I think they were going to keep the individual stores, weren't they? Anyway, so the critical mode I had was the uh, related to shopping was self-checkouts. Oh, and do you are you going are you going first then? I'm going first then. Right. Seeing as you seeing as you revealed it. Yeah, the clock got a wee clock in front of us, so all right, okay. Just yeah, uh, just whenever you're ready you can start uh, right away. a nice round number. Right. I just missed it. Okay, so you're going for fifty. Four five. Four five, right. Right. Self checkouts. What an absolute pain in the ass here. Especially now when most supermarkets have done away with plastic bags. So when you get you get to a self-scan, you've got a basket, heavy basket full of stuff, put it down, and then you realise there's no bags. So you need to go back, and they normally have them just as you go in. But why is that? Why not just have them, just have them on the self-scan? So there's that issue, and also the issue of the scales themselves, where they just don't, they just don't pick up a lot of things that you put down on it. Um, so I think they need to do away with self-scan, research it a bit more, make it better, and then bring it back. But until then, people are ready to go. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> self-scan. The thing, the thing that gets me with them is uh, when they say thanks, that's scanned. Thanks, that's scanned. Exactly. You feel like a right arsehole. Uh, yeah. And we just need to approve this. Yeah. Sorry. Hold on, we just need to approve this. Or, uh, approve what? Obviously now you have to place your bags in the bagging area and touch done when finished. Yeah. You do it as yeah. that anyway. Um, Plus you don't get that, you don't get that classic the classic beep that you would get if you were on, say, RIP Day Winton. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we should mention that. Um, the lottery won't be the same. So, um, again. Um, I think Kevin said that uh, after Day Winton had passed, said that he had uh, checked out for good. And <laughs> yeah. uh, a terrible sad supermarket sweep pun. Yeah, well, you don't you don't hear that kind of stuff anywhere else, really, do you? Um, no, you don't. I think Paul had mentioned as well about <laughs> the inflatable bananas. Yeah, and sort of would reveal his cause of death. <laughs> I actually think um, I'll maybe edit this bit out. But I actually think Kevin had Kevin had something to say on the deal with him. He, he sent us <laughs> sent us a message. So this is this is from Kevin on deal with. Next thing when you're at the checkout and you hear the beat, think of fun you could be having on supermarket sweet. So thanks to Kevin for that. Um, but on to my critical mode. Yeah, on to your critical mode. Um, so 
just a sort of general topic I've got for you. Right. And it's um so you have plenty of thoughts going around your head probably about this one. And it's uh, airports. Right. In the general sense. Okay. Right. I'm trying to think of where I where I want to hit airports. Where I want to go. You don't want to hit airports. That's that's key in this. No, that's the same thing, is it? No. You'll have uh, you'll have the government on on you. Comments like that. Okay, right. You know, I think I've thought of the, the bit that I, the specific bit I least enjoy about airports. So I'm going to go with that. Good stuff. Um, and I'll just wait for it to tick over to thirty-five. So the the bit that I hate most, like two bits. First bit that I hate most about airports are those uh, sort of travelator things. You know, when you're walking to the terminal. Firstly, you always get people going on. <laughs> you always get people going on them walking along thinking that they're Usain Bolt. <laughs> you get the people with the bags, uh, sort of traipsing bags along, not on them, um, really missing out. And uh, I, I would get rid of those things completely. But the main thing that annoys me is the security queue. So unless, you, unless you're flying for the first time, so they're all exempt, you get the people who are going through, beeping, and then realising they've still got belts, jewellery, all the metals on. How, how can you manage to do that? You've been told every time, <laughs> remove your belt, take off your shoes, empty your pockets, there they go, they need a search, and they're embarrassed. And, and I feel true. bad, I feel bad for them, so. <laughs> That's all I'm saying that. It's a quick minute, it's a quick minute. It's a quick minute. It's a great minute. It's a great minute. Definitely annoys me as well. Did you see the John Road crying in MasterChef? <laughs> I didn't actually, I didn't watch that episode, <laughs> but I did see it. Right. I did see what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was, was, uh, it was emotional, it had me on as well. <laughs> um, what was it again? What was the actual dish? Uh, it was it was David. It was a pilot who'd cooked, who'd made a dessert, I think. Yeah. Semi final, some sort of. It didn't look great. It didn't seem yeah. all that good, but he just he was he was emotional about the quality <laughs> of food that somebody could actually produce, and he, he yeah. was thinking that's what this competition is all about. I think. And I'm sure he nearly he was nearly tipped over the edge in the final as well. So after that, that uh, he didn't go on to win the competition. Yeah, it's a surprise. It's yeah. a it's a farce, really. If you yeah. ask me. Um, we Kenny pulled it out the bag in the final, but I think if you're looking over the whole competition, the other two were yeah were my favourites. But used to their own. Kenny was. You'd now him in. I'm just so glad that <laughs> John and Greg like my food. <laughs> I make swan with coconut. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that's 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 a good that good, <laughs> good note to end on. A good accent to end it. Please listen to us again. Yep. So that was episode sixty-one. Brackets <laughs> thirteen. Brackets seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. Hope you enjoyed it and. Uh, See y'all next time. Good night. See you then.